All right, should we go ahead and fucking cook it up? Yeah, let's do it. There we go. That's the attitude we're looking for. <laughs> All right, open your eyes and step in some slush. It's March, and we're less than 24 hours away from the madness. Mm-hmm. One, one shining moment. Oh, they're going to blast that one for sure. Do-do-do. We were just watching videos downstairs of one shining moment, mm-hmm. and they're like, they're always the same every year. One shining moment is like wedding films. They just like copy and paste oh, like whatever yeah. highlights they had from the year previous and put it on to... It's probably the exact same like timeline, and they just give it to the intern. Right. Like, all right, just mimic this, but just do it with last year's highlights. Yeah, yeah. It's like we need somebody crying. We need, we need, you know, coach. We need a buzzer team. beater. We need a slow mo shot of a bunch of guys hugging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need yeah. the coach celebrating. Lots of confetti. We need Gym Nance sound bites. Hundred percent, like very generic Gym Nance sound bites that could be used like, at any point. Here's the big one. The exactly. final four. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. Like, that's going in. That's going in. We're Absolutely. Keep that in. Oh God damn it. It's fun, though. I'm your host, Matt, a.k.a. the guy who made Sister Jean reconsider, and I'm joined by my Whoa. co-host, Jared, a.k.a. Every Kiss Begins with Coach K. Yeah. Okay. So, something like All that. Right. Very basketball-themed. I like it. Oh, well, this is kind of the... I would say this is probably the March Madness special. Yeah, we're... Say sports March Madness we special. We hooping today, for sure. We hooping. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> have you uh, filled out your brackets yet? A little bit, yeah. I filled out the business one we have. Yeah, we have an one. insider one. I also, um, for anyone who wants to join, I made a little goose egg group for anyone who wants to just like get in on the fun. Um, it's just called Goose Egg Sports when you like join the ESPN tournament challenge group. No password or anything like that. Just see how well you do. Are you a one bracket guy or are you a multiple brackets guy? I'll do a couple. Yeah, I'll, I'll just do, I'll do one like around the business and then like, I'll do like submit mine to like ESPN to win like whatever quintillion dollars if you get it right. They don't have any like, like they usually have like fun celebrity groups like join Stephen A's group and stuff. And they don't have any this year. The best one is like join I like Greenies how you say, group. I like how you say fun groups and you say Stephen A. Well, I don't know. They have like, cele- <laughs> they usually have celebrity groups like join Big Sean's group or something like that. But yeah. this year they have none. Like they're only join one. Mason Ramsey's bracket. The only one this year is like join Greenies group. Jo- join Ken Bones bracket. <laughs> join the balloon kid from a few years ago's bracket. He filled it up while he was in the hot air balloon, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Follow him. Come to ESPN. Fill out a bracket. Join uh, the uh, cranberry juice. Uh, what? The guy who's drinking cranberry juice and just skateboarding to the one oh, yeah, song. On the TikTok, yeah. yeah. His join bracket. His, join his bracket. Yeah, yeah. So that, those would be a fun, funner group than those would be Greeny for sure. Yeah, Greeny seems so hungover every time I watch him. I don't know why, but I always think he's hungover. I think it's because he slouches. Like when he when he does, he's like this. He's like built like this when he does the, yeah, the show. And his eyes are kind of a little like very sunken in. Just like oh, I'm so tired. He look yeah. He looks exhausted every single time. And he always looks hungover. Well, he works so early in the mornings for like the last twenty years. He's got yeah. They have a. I was at the gym this morning too, and they have uh Max Kellerman on the graveyard shift. Oh really? They have him on. I think it's Jalen and Jacoby and Kellerman. So they obviously just like placed him somewhere they didn't give him his own show or anything they straight up just threw him in with like Jalen and Jacoby were just doing something when they're like all right hey uh this is Max he's gonna be with you guys from now on <laughs> this is Max and be nice to him and he's on it like yeah 5 a.m which means he's probably up at three yeah he's gotta go to bed at 5 p.m yeah poor I would do not wish that on anyone poor Max. the ESPN graveyard shift is brutal because you're just you know the only people watching are people at a gym watching on mute Right. Nobody's listening to what you're saying. Or like a they're just reading captions that are 30 seconds behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're talking about LeBron. And it's like only graveyard shift watch people on the graveyard shift at ESPN. Pretty much. Yeah. 
It's the only people watching are the people who are going to do the 8 a.m. sports center while they're getting ready and then, to do them. And insomniacs. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. People who are on Adderall. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all that. Who is. have not gone to bed since the West Coast NBA games. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, I need, I need my max. I need my max ASAP. So join the Ghost Egg Sports bracket group if you guys want to get on the fun. I've made like 10 brackets already. Mm. I don't know why I do this because then it's just, I always do it because I'm always like just gunning for that billion dollars from Warren Buffett. Oh, yeah, your dream, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but dream. then like when I like, well, this is the first time I've ever prepped for a podcast after doing it, but I'm just like, I don't even know what I believe. I don't know what matchups I'm like thinking are like legit or not. You got a lot of coin flipping. Pretty much. But because of that, I figured we might as well just get right into it. Get right um, into it. You got your bracket pulled up. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go when I'm like looking at my bracket, I'm gonna go based off of like my main one, which is like my work one. I think okay, that's the yeah. one that's I, what I'm doing too. I believe the most in. So we won't go through all like the crazy stuff. We'll do upset watching a little bit here, but what does your sweet sixteen look like? My sweet six sweet sixteen looks like should I just say them all of them? Um, what is the West? The West is Gonzaga, Arkansas, Alabama, Duke. Okay, I've got Gonzaga, UConn, Texas Tech, and Davidson. Davidson? I do. So you don't have Duke in the Sweet 16? I don't. I I wanted to get to this later, but let's just do it now. Do you think the Coach K story has a good ending? I think they get beat pretty early. I think they make it at least Elite Eight. Very, very minimum Elite Eight. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched too much of them this year, but I think they they get beat by Davidson in the round of 32. And what do you know about Davidson? Uh, Steph Curry went there. (laughs) (laughs) That's the logic. But the thing is, like, I use that same kind of logic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I'm, like, deciding. The things I use to decide. I have one trick, and I go through it for every single matchup, especially the beginning with with the things. I close my eyes. I literally close my eyes. And I picture Ian Eagle's voice, Ian Eagle's voice specifically. Mm. And I think of him saying, like, for example, if it's round one, like, uh, UConn versus New Mexico State. I just think. New Mexico State has done the impossible. I just think of yeah, like yeah. him saying the team name because whenever like a big upset happens, they just will yell out the team name. And I always just picture Ian Eagle's voice for some reason. And if I, it sounds legit like Vermont or like Norfolk State, like somehow, mm-hmm. as you were saying, yeah. yeah and it that, that pretty much decides if I think an upset is like legit or not, is if I can imagine him saying it. I do that too. Yeah. yeah. Especially when come playoff time, I do that. Yep. All right. What about the East? I got Baylor, St. Mary's, Purdue, and San Francisco. I have Baylor, UCLA, Purdue, and San Francisco. So we're on the San Francisco bandwagon. I don't know why. I just, I don't think I've ever seen them in the tournament before. They I didn't seem- know that San Francisco had a team, but I think they're going to make a big run to the Sweet 16. I love their logo. Looking at it now. Yeah. SFU. SF, that's a great logo. Also, you want to hear a hilarious moment from me today? I prepped this whole thing in the podcast. I'm like, there's there's like two teams in here that like they don't even have a logo from ESPN. Like That's it just has like game. ESPN logo. It's R U T G slash N D. Where even is that? And oh then I real God. I realized I like had a whole thing prepped. We were gonna talk about that, and then I realized that it's a play in game. Oh, Matthew, like an idiot. You gotta you gotta get that tightened up. I, I know. I gotta figure that one out. Jeez, you're not a basketball fan like I am. Clearly not. So what is it about San Francisco? You like? I just like that I've never seen them in the tournament before. Yeah, I don't know. I just. Plus, they, had a, they have a decent matchup first. They have uh, San Francisco versus where are they at? As you can tell, scrolling live on air, Murray State. Murray State, and then I have them beating Kentucky, too. Yeah, screw Murray State. There's no way. Yeah. San Francisco scrubs. is going to make a huge run. They're going to be the Loyola. 
Mm-hmm. That one year Loyola made it far. I actually hadn't picked very far to go there. I didn't have to go to the Final Four, but I go to the Elite Eight. They've done it a few times now, haven't they? That like, was that first year they did. Two it. times in the last five years, I think they've something like that. Yeah, because but that, Sister Jean keeps coming up in the news. Mm-hmm. But that, that first big run, I had them going far, and I like won most of my brackets because I was worth a lot of points. Yeah. So that's only. Real year that actually won it. Yep. All right. Going to the south, I've got Arizona, Houston, Tennessee, and Loyola. I have straight chalk. Arizona, Illinois, Tennessee, Villanova. Okay. That's straight chalk. That's that is. I had a lot of chalk this time too. I don't I didn't love any of the upset opportunities, especially in this first bracket. The first bracket is like the one I try and be a little analytical with. But like when I fill out my first bracket, I'm like, yeah, they're gonna win. They're gonna win. And then like you get to like the next like region mm-hmm. it's like i gotta pick more upsets and then, yeah, and then you like your next it. one gets like way too crazy yeah because then like when you're like doing the south you have like the 14 versus the 13 or something mm-hmm. like that because i do the same thing like so i feel like most people start on the top left and then work their way to the bottom right corner yep and then i'm just like well i need more upsets i mean this is ridiculous so yeah, yeah. just the the midwest is always just gonna have a crazy amount of upsets <laughs> yeah. that's always how i have I, I do it too i always just freak out i'm like no there's no way it's gonna be j- this much chalk all the way through i don't have enough Speaking of the Midwest, I got Kansas, Providence, LSU, Auburn. I got Kansas, Iowa, Wisconsin, USC. All right. Going into the Elite Eight, I've got Gonzaga beating Texas Tech. I have Purdue beating Baylor. I have Arizona beating Tennessee and Auburn beating Providence. I have the same thing with Arizona, Tennessee. Same exact. Arizona beating Tennessee. Yep. And then I have Duke beating Arkansas. Okay. And then I have Purdue beating Baylor. Okay. And then I have Iowa beating USC. Really? Mm-hmm. I have uh, USC going far. So does Colin Coward. He hasn't winning at all. Fun fact. But Colin Coward loves USC. He's the biggest USC homer ever. He's, he's, gotten... the, he's the biggest Sam Darnold. Yep. Stan. So he he said he's going to start a USC podcast oh <laughs> this <God>. fall. <laughs> all right. My, my final four is Gonzaga, Purdue, Arizona, Auburn. I have Gonzaga and Arizona winning. So I have two one seeds in the finals. Oh, well, they said the last nine tournaments, there's been a one seed. Yep. I, I got four. that push notification too. They get a little greedy with the push notifications with ESPN. I turn them on every, every year I turn them on for some reason. Cause I just think like, Oh, they'll give me something good. But then they do like 10 a day during the tournament. Then I just have, I turn them off usually by the Friday. Right. Right. It's like, see what LeBron did in pregame. It's like, I don't care what he Yeah, exactly. Doing. What does this have to do with my bracket? <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. has nothing to do with it. There's no news. I do like when they like they'll push like there's like, oh, there's like three percent of brackets remaining are perfect or whatever. Stuff like that. I enjoy those, but then yeah, they'll like throughout the middle of the week, like when it's Tuesday, they'll throw in something like, Hey, you want to redo another bracket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, there's the still fun a is chance. over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my final four is Duke, Purdue, Arizona, Iowa. And I have Duke and Arizona. I got Gonzaga and Arizona, and I have Arizona winning it all. So, yeah, I got Arizona. Let's winning. go. Yeah, Duke Coach K is going to lose the national championship. I think people would riot. I think people would be fine with this. <laughs> I can't. Who would just Duke would riot? Yeah, Duke Nobody fans. But what are they going to do in the streets? Just call their dad about it. <laughs> call their uh, banker. They they would call the NCAA and probably sue them. <laughs> sue them. <laughs> Yeah, that was there's big old asterisks on the final four. Absolutely. So we both like we're both high on Arizona. Yeah, I'm very high on Arizona. I yeah, I watched them play the other night. I just I like their offense. I think they're a I don't know if they're a cool story necessarily, but I don't think they're very high powered. They're very yeah. They can do fast breaks. They they're just very athletic. They can shoot the three ball really well. Yeah. And I just think they have 
everything it takes. They're good at passing it. When I watch on Saturday, they really move the ball really well, I thought. Mm, and like once they're clicking, they're very good. Yeah, I'm going to leave the high-tep basketball knowledge to you on this one. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so we both like Arizona. In your in your other bracket, does that look kind of similar? Do you stick with, like, the same teams usually making the Final Four? That's usually how mine ends up, too. Yeah, I'll pick probably a few more upsets. I'll probably throw, like, a 12 seed, go into the Final Four, get a little wild. I don't think that. I ever have anything more than a five seed in the Final Four. Yeah. You're like, there's no way. There's yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had a friend in high school who legitimately would not pick a single upset. He would pick... Straight up, the final four would be the number one teams. There would not be a single upset, not even a nine versus a ten. <laughs> It'd be like it's like stats, like the rank, the selection committee is never wrong. I think he did it as a bit, but it was oh, yeah, still yeah, really yeah. funny. Yeah, never got too far with that. Now, absolutely. So that's that. Um, I wanted to go through some like upsets, like who you think is on upset watch for like realistic upsets. Yeah. So the first one I think New Mexico State versus UConn. Again, this is all just off the eye and eagle factor, <laughs> and it's a realistic one. I and, and isn't it the first like top section that you fill out? Exactly. I think that yeah. was the first time I got a little daring. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at it. I think it's a five versus twelve, which is that's usually everyone's like go to. That, that is prime upset territory with five. It just the yeah. way it looks is like. Five yeah, that was the third high. game. So I did Gonzaga beating Georgia State. I'm like, they're not, I'm, that's not we get upset. Memphis beating Boise State. It's like a nine versus eight. I'm like, all right, I need an upset. You covers New Mexico State. Yeah, you, you just got to keep a cool head. Don't don't think you have enough upsets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just follow follow your heart. And your Absolutely. Head. But mostly your gut. Another one I liked was Montana State versus Texas Tech. Yeah. It, that's that's probably, that might be my most daring one in here, a 14 beating a three. Yeah. I mean, Texas Tech's pretty good. They're, they are really good. But, like, one of, like, the really good teams that, like, could win it all is going to fall this first week. I would not be shocked if Duke loses first round. That would be very funny. I'd be stunned. I would not be shocked. You know, is there a difference? I would be stunned. Uh, stunned is like temporary. Yes. But then shocked is like it holds with you. Yeah, I it's think. like the next day. Like, I still fucking can't believe Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's like a jump scare. Yeah. Ah. yeah. <laughs> I think I would gasp. <laughs> oh, God. I would audibly gasp, but I would not like my hands would not touch my head or anything like that. Right. Shocked would be like. Virginia was in that one year. It's a yeah. 16 seed. One team I really like is UAB versus Houston, mainly because they have a dragon as the logo. That is sick. There's a sick dragon. Also, Houston's really good, so I don't know about that. Yeah, well, if it was all chalk, then this wouldn't be a bracket, would it? <laughs> yeah. Um, the one I, ha- I picked in every single bracket I've done is Chattanooga beating Illinois. Oh, I don't see that again. Illinois. They got uh, Coburn. He's a really good center. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's pretty dominant down the paint. He'll probably be a top 10 NBA pick. But this is March. Yeah. And there's a little bit of madness, but yeah. I think this will be pretty. I don't know. What's the opposite of madness? Uh, tame. Tame. Yeah. March tame. <laughs> March tame. <laughs> March what tame if that is what happens? Like, just there's no not a single upset. How pissed would CBS be or just all yeah, the yeah. TV people? Just there's no upsets whatsoever. Everyone, everybody wins by like 10. My buddy from high school would be fucking stoked. His bracket would be perfect. <laughs> He's, yeah, he gets interviewed by the news. It's like a one in like what? Nine quintillion chance. I think it's 9.2 quintillion. Quintillion. So like he'd be, yeah, he'd be famous. You wouldn't be famous. So that'd be like extra salt on the wound. Absolutely. Um, Every single year I've talked, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. I take Ohio State to go far just because I did one time as a kid. But I want everyone to know I have Ohio State losing in the first round every single bracket I've made wow. against Loyola. Maybe there's one or two where they happen, but 
I'm I'm out on Ohio State. I'm 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 leaving that tradition in the past. I'm breaking that habit. I'm turning a new page. Turning a new Buckeye. Turning a new Buckeye. Turning my Buckeye the other way. Yeah. There's there's some sort of eye. Keeping one Buckeye open. No. Uh Buckeye for a Buckeye. Ooh. Makes the whole world go blind. I don't know. Ooh. I like that. Makes the whole world go buck blind. <laughs> so you think you're gonna go? You're gonna win it all now that you're not picking Ohio State to go far. Oh, they, they are probably are. Yeah, they're gonna absolutely go they're absolutely gonna go all the way, <laughs> and I will just immediately go fuck myself. And then the last one I really like. This is actually the craziest upside I have: Jacksonville State versus Auburn. Hmm. I think somewhere in here there's a, a two versus fifteen. I don't think we're gonna see a one beating a, a sixteen beating a one again. That happened I think last year for the first time that ever. Was two three years ago. Yeah, for the first time ever. Yeah. I don't think we'll see that again this year, but I do think we'll see a two versus a fifteen. At some point, and I like Jacksonville State versus Auburn rather than like Delaware versus Villanova or St. Peter's versus Kentucky. Auburn or- Auburn has been a little shaky lately, but Bruce Pearl usually is ready to coach for March Madness. So. Well, I just sure hope so. This is the tournament. He should be- he better be ready to coach. Right. So you, it usually goes far, like all the way to the, like a lead eight. So I don't think that'll be the upset. Okay. He's a rustle your jimmies. No, you can rustle them all you want. Is there any upsets that? I miss that you're maybe keeping an eye on. I think Baylor, I don't think they get upset the first round, but you don't think they're in the elite eight. Maybe. I don't know. I think Baylor might get upset because they, they don't have their best player with them. That Yeah, that would be an easy one to just look out for. I think they'll make the sweet 16, but I don't think they'll make the elite eight because Purdue matches up really well against Baylor. Okay. Don't hate that. Um, I see. I, that's my thing too, is whenever I do the, I'll do the upsets in the first round, but then by the round of 32, I, I always just think, all right, upsets are over. Like, <laughs> yeah. just stay with the chalk from there, which is another bad habit of mine. Yeah. Because I know there's multiple upsets, like, every weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta just pick all upsets, maybe. I will say, one thing I've noticed has changed about my strategy throughout the years is I'm a lot higher on SEC basketball teams than I was two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. SEC is, like, coming on its own for basketball, especially, like, Alabama. Alabama's good. Yeah. Auburn's good. Like, whenever I would see those teams, I like, automatically think, like, Oh, see, this is like where my great sports knowledge comes into play because everyone else is thinking, oh, they're Alabama's good at football. They must be good at basketball. And I would yeah, always yeah. be like, no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, definitely not. Yeah. And I would and I would lose. But now I've come I've come around. The SEC's good at basketball. Yeah, there's just a powerhouse with football and Yeah, they're just great at football, but now they're also, I'd say, great at basketball. Mm-hmm. And then you got Calipari with Kentucky. They're a great team too. So yeah, or they're not great in the tournament though. He's only won it once. Yeah, and that was with Anthony Davis. No, wasn't it? They went no, they went like undefeated with Anthony Davis. But, oh, then maybe they got upset. And they got they got they lost to the Badgers in the Final Four. That's right, Frank the Tank. Yes, Frank the Tank Kaminsky. Yep, and then Duke won it that year. Yeah, I remember. The only thing I remember from that year is how shocking. Anthony Davis's physical appearance was like his unibrow. The unibrow was very. It was the that was like back when everyone would talk about the same thing on Twitter. Yeah, and that would just everyone would talk about like, oh my god, that's so like bizarre. Like, why doesn't he shave it? And now you look at him and you don't even think about it. Yeah, it's just it's part of his identity. It's his brand, and his his teeth were so bad in college. Do you remember his teeth? Like his bottom teeth. A little bit, yeah. Google image that real quick if you can, because I just remember being shook by that. Because I remember I had like a fire tweet that like I got like six likes or whatever back in the day. <laughs> six favorites. Back, it was back then. And I was like, everyone talks about Anthony Davis's. Uh, everyone talks about Anthony Davis's eyebrow, but no one talks about his bottom teeth. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they're so bad. Oh, good thing you got him fixed. Oh, absolutely. He actually, yes. I would say he's a decent looking guy now. 
now that he's got like money and is it like grown into himself yeah. a little bit. Yeah, his teeth. Are- like the unibrow is not that noticeable anymore. I mean, it's still the exact same unibrow, but you don't really see it anymore. And I th- also just think as a human culture, because we've had Twitter for. I think it was my 11-year Twitter anniversary yesterday. Oh, congratulations. It shouldn't be a congratulations. You should put me down. But I think just because we've seen so much on the internet, that something like that just wouldn't like stand out anymore. We've just seen so much and be, been desensitized to so much yeah, these days. Yeah, we we're numb. We we're like veterans. We're, we're, so we, we're seen, broken. Yeah, we've been through the internet wars. Yeah, a unibrow much. right now would get like, it would get on someone's Instagram story. It wouldn't even get on a Twitter. <laughs> yeah, with like, Maybe 12 legs. Exactly. Yeah. Just the swipe up, like, laughing face emojis. Yeah. It's like, oh, nothing special. Here. Yeah. Um. Do you have any other, like, bracketology strategy that you mess with at all? Mm, not really, because I just know I'm going to lose. Yeah. That's my thing. I never, ta- I I never just, take it too seriously. I always do it, but I'm like, I'm not going to fucking win. I have some friends who take it, like, pretty seriously. Like, they'll spend, like, a good hour filling out their bracket. That's such I'm, a waste of time. Like, you are quite literally wasting your time. I mean, you... Maybe you can like use it to, like win your pool and win like the forty bucks or whatever. Yeah. But personally, I think my time is worth more than forty dollars. I think it's better the less you know, the better you'll do. Fill yeah. Out these brackets. Absolutely. Yeah, because like logic kind of goes out the window, and that sort of helps you. There's like a there's like a it's kind of like a reverse bell curve. I think is the right word. Like like not like knowledge versus like how well you do. It kind of like goes up and like. Yeah, middle is like really high, and then down. Like the super experts usually do pretty bad. It's very similar, to like fantasy football. Absolutely, people that don't really watch fantasy football they get kind of lucky, and mm-hmm. then they win the whole league. And the other, the guy that's been spending months studying it takes like eighth place in his league. Yeah, it's very similar to that. So yeah, it's like, you just start to overthink things, mm-hmm. and like logic is too much at some points. And sports is very unpredictable. It is. Yeah, I think. Damn, that might be why we like it so much. <laughs> put that on a T-shirt. Absolutely. The last thing for March Madness before we do a little NFL, I did put together one parlay. I was going to try and do like every first round game that I could and it wouldn't let me. Apparently 12 teams is the max you can do. So I tried to do a 12 team one, but the one I did, it said it exceeded the like payout because I would have won like $2 million. (laughs) (laughs) So I stuck with something simple. I wanted to pick my four favorite upsets and call it my Cinderella parlay. Ooh. It's kind of cute. I like right? that. Kind of cute. Yeah, just the four upsets I think are like legitimately most likely to happen. Mm-hmm. So I've got Montana State versus Texas Tech. Okay. I've got San Francisco, obviously. The boys. What is their I wonder what their mascot is. Oh, what, can we guess? Yeah, let's guess right now. I would guess the San Francisco cardigans. <laughs> so I'm gonna say like a wildcat. Yeah, like, some like it's some sort of Western thing. That my real guess is not the cardigans. I will say the rebels, like something gold. I'm gonna say something gold mine related. So I'm gonna say the miners. Yeah. Uh, the, Dons? the Dons. What? Hold on, hold on. The Don, like Don a thief. Fi- Dan Don Francisco, the mayor. That's so lame. I mean, the the guy is kind of cool. By the way, it almost of looks it. like Zorro. He does. Okay, well, that was lame. I would have never guessed that in a million years. At least it's unique. Yeah, but unique doesn't mean good. Or does it? Uh, We were just shitting on the Big East for not being unique. (laughs) Just last episode. Yeah, but they have cool logos. I suppose. San Francisco Dons. Yeah, I'm a big Don guy. You got to be careful where you say that around. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not San Francisco. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So I got Montana State. I got the San Francisco Dons. I got Chattanooga. And I got Richmond. The Richmond. spiders. Only reason I have that is because little Dicky went to Richmond. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
So in total, plus 37,909. Wow. Very excited about it. So we'll see what happens. I'm going to post it on the Goose Egg page. So if anyone wants to actually also send in your Cinderella parlays, do a parlay of your your four most likely, they all have to be upsets. Yep. Your four like most likely upsets. I want to see if anyone can actually like pull this off. Because I think if you can pick like four legitimate upsets, that's a big deal. Yeah. And that doesn't even seem that like non-feasible. Obviously, like parlays are always gotta, always a little risky, but you gotta really thread the needle. But it's very, it's doable for sure. Yeah, that's what yeah. I think. Yeah. Is, do you have one you would put together like, off the top of your head? Oh, let me check. Keep, yeah, I keep getting you forcing you to put the app back. Up. I know. I just keep forgetting <laughs> who I picked. I know, Sam. I've like I'm so numb to it already. Um, I'll even forget. Like, I mean, doing eight and nine seeds is pretty. I don't know. Yeah, you could cheating. always you could always do that, but you just wouldn't get as good of odds because I think the. Money lines and stuff are pretty even. I'll do Virginia Tech over Texas. Okay. I will do. I don't have, I have straight chalk on that one. Loyola over <laughs> Ohio State. Why not? I liked that one a lot. I almost put that one in there. Mm, and then Iowa State over LSU. And okay. And fuck it. Colgate over Wisconsin. I was looking at Colgate too. I don't know why. I think maybe just the gopher in me, but I was like, I could see Colgate beating Wisconsin. Yeah. I just like seeing Wisconsin lose. I do too. What is that? They like. Well, you're a Gopher fan. That's why. I suppose, but they kind of like do everything the right way. I feel like a lot of sports fans like to see Wisconsin lose. <laughs> what do you mean, do everything the right way? I don't know. They just like play the game the right way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I sound like a dad here a little yeah, bit. I think so. But like, even in football, like they run the ball, they run like a balanced offense. Mm-hmm. Sometimes win the Big Ten. Yeah. It's great. (laughs) It is. They know what they're. They got some solid programs going on there. I guess I don't know. Yeah, Ohio State. They don't do it the right way. No, they 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 win, but they don't do it. They because they sell cars or something. (laughs) They do. There's something with cars back in the day. I don't quite remember. Yeah, yeah. but they do it the right way. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So that's March Madness. Send us your Cinderella parlays and enjoy. Tomorrow is the best day of sports. I'd like to say. It's up there. You're going to miss the beginning of it because you got work to do. I got stuff to do. Sucks for you. But I'll be fine. I got the app on my phone. Yeah. And there's me. We have like 63 other games of basketball to watch. So you'll only miss like the first slate if you'll probably miss like the first half of the first slate. Right. And that always happens to me. Like I can never work around it, but it's fine because my Friday is usually wide open. Whoa, is Jared. I know. That's rough. I I I would always be. I always just think uh, back to like my spring breaks because three out of my four spring breaks in college, I would just sit at home in Sioux Falls by myself because none of my Minnesota friends didn't really want to like do anything for spring break. And then my South Dakota friends, they had spring break the week before and my parents would be teaching at school. So I would always just sit on the couch by myself and watch these games, maybe like go get Burger King or something like that. It actually was, it was not bad. So that, that's always my fond memories Mm -hmm. from it. Yeah, when 11 o'clock strikes, you just get excitement. Like, we got so much basketball ahead of us. 100%. Mm-hmm. And then just watch Ohio State lose right away in the first round, and my whole bracket is ruined. Do you have a strategy when you're, like, on the couch watching? Do you have multiple TVs? Do you have a, your phone open for one game? And I do there? computer. I usually only do two games at once. Otherwise, it's too much for me. So I will do two games. And, and also, like, TBS and TNT will do a good job of switching to games as they're, like, coming to yeah events. and they always have this like the grade out scores on top of like what you're missing exactly so if i see another game i'll switch to that but i usually just do one on the computer one on the tv and then just switch to whatever game is the closest yeah yeah, yeah. that's my thing i i have no loyalty to a game i'm like if a game is turning into a blowout i have no loyalty i will switch right away i wonder if they should do like a red zone type thing for this i'm shocked they haven't maybe they, just they maybe are we just don't know about it they may maybe there's just too many networks that like want a piece of the pie 
and they don't want like another one to come in and get all the games or whatever because they probably all have exclusive rights to it. Yeah, CBS would. Yeah, CBS would have a fit. So would TBS and TNT because they only get this in the NBA. And CBS wouldn't really want to do that because they want them pe- people switching from all the networks. Yeah, they, they want someone to watch the commercials. Yeah. I don't know how the NFL is able to pull it off. Well, it's paid. I suppose. And there's some ads in there. Yeah, that is true. So yeah, I'm surprised they don't do it, though. I'm sure someone's working on it. Yeah, maybe. The, suits, the suits in Washington. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't. But that's part of it. That's kind of like our whole thing on this podcast. That's true. About the things that don't matter. That's true. Jared, my palms are itching. I'm ready to make some money this weekend. Are your arms weak? Is that a Eminem? You're trying to go into an Eminem yeah, lyric? I don't know. I don't think that's how it went. <laughs> it. But I'm ready to make some money this weekend. I'm going to basically have a part-time job with the amount of money I'm going to be winning from DraftKings. Mm-hmm. I'm fully expecting to come into Monday a richer man than I am today. Buy a fur coat. Buy a fur coat, nice little chain, Joe Burrow turtleneck look. Oh, that'd be sick. It would, I think it would be really cool. I think people would appreciate that. It's going to happen. And it's going to happen, so be ready for it, people. DraftKings has any bet you could want to make this weekend, whether, whether it's with the tournament. You could also bet something like UFC is happening. You could bet the NBA. You could do daily fantasy if you're in a state where there's not sports gambling yep. permitted. Throw LeBron in there. Throw Le- Yeah, throw LeBron in any parlay you want, uh, just not the Lakers. See if you can find some sort of individual individual <laughs> props. thing. Yeah, here's a prop bet to look for. How many times will LeBron say he's a kid from Akron on Instagram oh, this weekend? That's a great one. <laughs> Over under one and a half. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great one. So be on the lookout for that. And just any bet you want to make, DraftKings is super easy. You can get your You can get your money just in and out like that. You can place any bet you want want and it's honestly just the way to go if you're watching these games if you're watching Loyola play Ohio State and you have no like reason to cheer for them especially once your bracket is busted throwing a little money on it that's the best way to like have some fun with any of the games going on I know I'll probably bet on pretty much every game I'm watching so oh Sam yeah so just get in and out of the action have some fun this weekend responsibly Mm -hmm. must be 21 years or older New Jersey Indiana or Pennsylvania only new customers only minimum five dollar deposit and one dollar wager required one per customer restrictions apply see draftings.com slash sportsbook for details and if you have a gambling problem a gambling problem please call 1-800-GAMBLER um so that's enough for the basketball talk I want to talk a little bit of football just because free agency is a bubbling is Ooh. there? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Kirk Cousin is officially a Viking for one more year. One more fucking year. I'll just give you the floor. What, what I, I, think I've, I think I've said it before, but I'm not. I'm fine with giving him one more year. No. But only this. This one. This is this, it. This there's is no it. more excuses. I, he should be posting like a Michael Jordan photo. Yeah, like the, last the last dance. dance. That's what he should be posting. Unless he does like has like a Pro Bowl level year, but the Vikings just missed the playoffs. Then bring him back, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because then there was like, oh, you could point to like, oh, there's like three or four plays that would have changed the entire season. Yeah, I'm gonna be. Yeah, like I said, I'm gonna be saying this again next year, and like he'll probably get hurt first week of the year. Like, yeah. Well, you didn't know he could probably. Yeah. Be, <laughs> All right, forty more million guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. He's making a lot of money. I don't know who he's going to spend his money on. He doesn't, he doesn't look yeah, like the money he's spending. He doesn't dress or nice or anything. I'm sure he just has the nicest house on like Lake Minnetonka, probably. His savings account must look great. Oh, my God. All gar- It all just hits like right away. I wonder how that works. Does it, if it's guaranteed, does it hit one right like all in one summer? I wonder if he gets like paydays. I think it's like a yearly guarantee. Yeah. For how many years? So he can go out and have the worst game of his life and have the exact same deposit hit as like the oh best God, game of his life. so sick. God. Yeah. Good day to be Kirk Cousins. Plus Pizza Ranch. Oh, yeah. Pizza Ranch money. Uh, Tempur-Pedic, I believe. Sleep number. Sleep number. Oof, my bad. Right. Sorry, Kirk. Um, That's about I'm sure, it. I'm sure he's got one more. 
Pizza Ranch is. He's probably got like church or something. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he does something like that. So good day for Kirk Cousins. Great day for Vikings fans. Better day for Aaron Rodgers, I'd say. Yeah, overall, yeah, yeah. a lot of Viking fans are pissed about this Kirk Cousins thing. Yeah, but I don't know what they were expecting. I don't know. I don't know. I think one more year is fine with O'Connell. See what O'Connell can do. With yeah, I might as well. If you have like the offensive coach, might as well see what that does. See if it really was Zimmer that was the problem. Yeah. And then if not, fire O'Connell, bring Zimmer back, get rid of Kirk. <laughs> That's all you got to do. It's really simple. Bring Zimmer back. I don't <laughs> hey, so I'm, I'm fine with Zimmer, but like I don't want to see him back. Hey, so uh, we fucked up. He doesn't have a job anywhere else, does he? No, he's just on his ranch in Kentucky. Just throwing knives at Kirk Cousins dartboards, <laughs> yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Missing because he has one bad eye. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like he's got those clay pigeons and Kirk's faces on it. Oh yeah, he's blasting them. Oh yeah. Oh, good for him. I hope he enjoys retirement. Um, yeah, so good for him. Uh, Khalil Mack is out of the division as well. Yeah. The Chargers are going all in. I love mm-hmm. it. They got him. They got J.C. Jackson. They're like they're doing the whole. We have the quarterback on a rookie contract. Let's go for it. Yeah, and their defense mentality. Is, their defense is not great last year, so yeah. this is great upgrades. Hundred percent. J.C. Jackson. Yeah, that'll be a huge. The Patriots have got to switch their mentality. I think. I think their whole. Like, let good players walk and just refuse to pay them. I think that worked when your quarterback is taking, like, a, vet- a veteran discount or yes. whatever. Like, building the culture. But in the NFL today, I think that's a huge anomaly. I think you've got to pay players. Because otherwise, they're going to notice, like, I could ball out and be the best player on this team. And I'm still probably not going to get paid what I deserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When have they ever backed the Brink truck up for anyone? I don't think they ever have. Maybe Gronk backed that. Yeah, I think they might They have. may just, but that was a tiny bit. Because they, then they wanted to trade Gronk to the Lions. Immediately, yeah. yeah. So, like, there's no real... And I think they just did that, like, right after the Hernandez thing. So, like, all right, well, he's a good guy, too. He's not killing people. Right, yeah. He's good on the field and off the field. We kind of got to... <laughs> the bar's kind of low. Yeah, I think, good guy. I think we got to set an example here a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They got to change it around a little bit. It's, it's weird that they don't want to keep anybody, but... Because they're, they're the big, like, getting people... Getting rid of people during their prime. Because they, yeah. they think all oh, one year too soon rather than one year too late. Exactly. Because they think, oh well, we got the best out of them. They're just probably not gonna perform to that level again. Yeah. I too agree. big for their britches. So I think the Chargers have made some good moves. I think the Dolphins have made some decent moves. Yeah, they're kind of all over the place. They're getting a little bit. So it'll be interesting. And then the big news right now, obviously, um, the Deshaun Watson decision is expected as soon as tonight, they think. Mm. So by the time you're listening to this podcast, maybe there's a decision made. But tonight or tomorrow morning, it's between the Falcons, Browns, Saints, Panthers, they all have trade offers that the Texans have accepted. It's just a matter of which one Deshaun wants to waive his no cl- trade clause to. Oh, so they all, they've accepted all three offers. To, in order to meet with Deshaun, they had to have an offer on the table that the Texans would accept. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it's, it's basically free agency for Deshaun at this point. Hmm. And there's tons of drama around the league. Obviously, Baker came out with the thing. Baker, from his sounds of it, is pretty much gone, regardless of where Deshaun yeah, yeah, goes. Yeah. You see, like he's like, there's no hidden messages. Yeah, this, exactly. Yeah, no, it's nothing theater. cryptic at all. Colin, Colin Cowherd, uh, uh, shout out. He said it was the smartest thing Baker Mayfield's ever done was posting <laughs> posting that message, because oh. now either like if he comes back to Cleveland, he'll get the loudest cheer of his life on opening day. Or another team's gonna see it like, damn, Baker's grown up. Like we want him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe like the Colts or I don't even know who else would need a quarterback. Colts at this would be point. a good fit for Baker. You think? That's a good fit. I just thought of that. I was thinking that too a little bit. I think they would rather go after like a Matt Ryan. No, I think Baker would be a better option. Just because he's you younger, get few, you get a few more years out of Baker. He's kind of similar system as he was in Cleveland. A little the, bit with the running game. Running game, really great offensive line, just no receivers. No receivers, but I mean. 
Odell didn't really do a whole lot, and Jarvis was pretty mediocre. Yeah. I mean, it was okay, I guess. It would work, and yeah, I guess you just bet he maybe has a chip on his shoulder, and I guess you kind of roll with doing another one-year yeah. thing. And then Frank Reich, he, he brings the best out of quarterbacks. That's true. So I think that'd be a great fit there, too. And just literally copy what Stefanski did last year, I would say. Yeah, and yeah, very similar offenses. Yeah, it would be a good fit. It would. I don't know if the Browns are trading to the AFC, though. That's true. But maybe they just want to get rid of him. Apparently, their front office today said they want a grown-up at quarterback. Oh. Yeah, so there's – yeah, wow. I think ba- I think Baker's gone regardless. Wow. But that's, of course, that's just, a report, that's just a report. Not known for sure. But no, that's known for sure. I'm just going to assume that's true. Baker, yeah, we got to start spreading some lies. Yeah, we need drama. Yeah, so Baker is likely on his way out. Who knows where he'll go. Indy would be a good fit. Um, It's between Falcons – uh, Panthers, Saints, Browns. I think the Falcons would be interesting. Apparently, he grew up as a Falcons ball boy. I didn't know that. He's from the area, I guess. Yeah, and then Carolina's near Clemson. Yeah, I think Carolina's the most likely. They feel like they've been in this whole race the entire time. Hmm. The Saints have ammo, though. Yeah. They've got draft picks. They have all that. But also, you could say the Panthers could offer up McCaffrey. And that'd be a pretty big deal. Fuck. That's going to be a blockbuster trade regardless. It will be. Holy. Like, off the field stuff, like Deshaun, is a, he's a big upgrade for any of those teams. Very but good quarterback. I, yeah, I did want to talk about the off the field stuff a little bit because I see a lot of fans on Twitter, like, they don't want him on their team. And yeah. I think it like poses an interesting question. Should fans have more of a say in their team's operations? Um... Because at the end of the day, these guys are paid to win football games and, like, get you to the playoffs so that you can sell more playoff tickets. They serve the owner. The owner wants just to sell as many tickets as possible, and you do that by winning games. But I think a lot of fans right now would be turned off if Deshaun Watson was on their team. Right. Especially like, women fans. Yeah, it's just it's just a bad look. I, I don't know. I wouldn't want Watson on my team. Yeah, because like the, so I guess the Vikings, were, the Vikings were in this situation like a week ago. That's so hard to defend. There was definitely shit going on with Watson. Yeah, 22, like. 22 women. That is not a coincidence. That's not like women just coming for a payday. That's twenty. That's a, and that's and I was originally one of the people who thought like this is the Texans just like throwing him under the bus because he demanded a trade. Yeah, yeah. Be- and also because before that, Deshaun Watson was a model citizen. He was right. golden child. Everyone loved him. Yeah, that's, but twenty two is way too many to ignore. That's twenty two too many. With that yeah, hundred percent. Not good. So I I don't know. That's a good question. Do how. I think fans will have input regardless. Yeah, I think there'll probably be like protests, to, like regardless of where he goes, or we like protest outside of the stadium. It's gonna be messy. I'm not gonna excited to see all that. Either. No, it's gonna it's gonna be a really dark mark on what otherwise would have been a year ago would have been a very exciting trade. Like right. I think everyone was excited when Deshaun wanted to go to a different team a year ago. Right, and it's like oh Deshaun, but then like all this stuff comes out, it's like oh boy, this is bad. Yeah, this doesn't look good. Yeah, I don't have a good answer for you on that. It's weird. Yeah, I think fan input comes out eventually uh-huh because that reflects ticket sales of like well we're gonna pro does we don't they do have a team. voice just not a direct voice right it's kind of like pay with your wallet type of voice exactly which sometimes doesn't really work but i think if fans pressure enough it can especially because the thing is he's gonna go to a team and make them better they will any team who gets to sean watson will win more games like those four teams will win more games with the sean watson they will so eventually like fans will come back i think they always do, but yeah, it's still it's this one, tricky. This one, this Watson thing's extra bad, though. Yeah, because you've had allegations with like 
like a couple women or whatever. But yep. this is 22. It's like, holy shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Like people have turned their cheek to like, yeah, one or two incidents before. but Which is ridiculous to begin with. It but is. Yeah. I see 100%. Saying, yeah. But this is like serial behavior. Yes. This is very bad. And also he's not going to play. He might not even play this season. Who knows like when he'll play actually for the team. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's still going to get a suspended in some way, shape or form. Right. Just yeah. a matter of how long. <laughs> I have, yeah i have no i don't want to I, I feel bad for ending this podcast on a dark note but i think it's a very interesting like never before like seen thing where there's a there's a great quarterback out there who is in the middle of his prime top five quarterback in the middle of his prime that's about to be added to teams and probably more than half the fan base doesn't want him right yeah it's 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 weird it is it's mixing oil with water it doesn't really work so I'm glad he's not coming to the Vikings. Yeah, you got you got Kirk, who's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly opposite. So. You got pizza, the Pizza like. Ranch Prince. Pizza Ranch Prince. Yeah. So, so. yeah, I'm glad he's not coming on the team. Yeah, I don't have to defend him. Yeah, I feel bad for the fans. I hope the fans. I hope the fans and the journalists of whatever team he goes to like stand up and hold that team accountable and like question them during the press conference. I think that's the only thing I can really say to like offer like words of positivity. Like, like question your team. And like, be hard on the front office. Like, figure figure out why. Yeah, it's yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. So on on that uplifting note, we're gonna end this podcast. Enjoy March Madness tomorrow. Send Woo! us your Cinderella parlays and enter our bracket group. It's Goose Egg Sports, the Goose Egg Sports bracket group on ESPN Tournament Challenge, the app. Have fun and let's go, San Francisco Dons. Let's go, Wildcats. Wildcats, Arizona. Oh, that's right. See, oh how, see, it shows how much I know about the team I picked. Away. I don't even know their logo. Holy shit! It, we're in for a rough month. All right, see you guys. See you.